I want you to tell them the title of tonight's talk. Say, trust the process. Oh, y'all not here tonight. Turn to the other person next to you. Say my sermon title tonight. Say, trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. Man, there's a process to everything. There is a process to everything. How's my back row doing? Last row, how you feeling tonight? Dope. With my middle section, you guys here in the middle, you guys feeling good? Awesome. Amen. If you love Jesus, can you shout amen tonight? Amen. Amen. Trust the process. You're good, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are good. I'll call you back up later so we can rock this place down. Thank you, guys. Somebody say, trust the process. I like when it's a little quiet. You see right there? Just own the silence. Okay, awkward. You guys good? Can I read the Bible really quickly? I'm going to turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31. I'm reading from the message version, um, which means somebody kind of like paraphrased it differently, that you can understand it. So that's the message translation. Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31. And it goes like this. So it's not going to be on the screen tonight. So if you want to read with us, you're going to have to either write it down, find it in your Bible, find it in your Bible app, or take notes and go over it later. So chapter 40, verse 31. And um, on the message translation, they summarize, I, I believe it's like verses 36 through 40, um, 31 through 40. So you're going to get this paraphrase, just cut in half real quick. So the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31 message says this. Why would you ever complain, O Jacob? Why would you whine, saying, God has lost track of me? Why would you complain and say words like this? This is what he says. Why would you say this? He doesn't care what happens to me. And I want to stop right there. Because if you're a young adult, you know that life is real. I mean, when, 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 when high school ended... There, there was this new page in your life when you said, man, I actually have to pay attention in class. <laughs> I'm just playing. That was me. <laughs> just kidding, guys. You're expecting something else. When you graduate high school, there's a turning page in your life where you're saying, things are real. I need things to happen. I need things to get done. Any get done people in the house tonight, we got to get it done. How are we going to do it? We're going to get it done here. We're going to figure it out. I don't like waiting. We got to figure it out. Let's get this done. Come on. How, how are we going to do this? I'm the type of person, if you come to me with a problem, I'm going to just put the problem right back to you. Hey, man, nothing works at church. I'm like, oh, my God, nothing works. How are we going to fix it? How are we going to fix it? How are you going to fix this? How are you going to fix this? You got you to do something. You got to do something. I'll just send it right back to you. Because I'm the cyber. Don't come with me to the issue. Come with me with a couple solutions. You know? That's, if you're under my leadership, you know that's how I work. I'm not, you don't come to me with issues because I'll just send them right back to you. <laughs> I'm just venting a little bit. Anyways. Man, if you're a young adult, you know, you got to get things done. You got you to get things done. How is this going to happen? How's my, how's my degree going to really pan out? How's that going to happen? How's my relationship with my mom going to get better? Because now I'm growing older, and, and this isn't in a, it's not in a good place right now. And, and, and I want to encourage you by discouraging you. 
if you don't handle something now, it's kind of like a snowball effect. Over time, it'll just get bigger and bigger. It'll just get worse and worse. That problem will just grow bigger and larger. And, and, and what's funny is, is that we, we, we love to get things done. And, and more than getting things done, we love to, to just, just see things happen quickly. We love that. We, we love things to just happen. I love making popcorn. It is so much fun. When, when the, just the kitchen starts smelling like butter, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, ooh, ready for the Netflix, right? Just ready. It's cooking up the popcorn. Cooking, pop, 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 pop. Man, we love, we, we love waiting. And, and we love the results, I think, more than we love waiting. Like, you don't go to Disney to wait lines. You go for the rides. But guess what, friends? If you want to ride Avatar, it's going to be a week of waiting. <laughs> 37 hours, 18 weeks, five hours. You guys going to get there, you're going to leave with gray hairs. I mean, that's how, that's how long that line is. My goodness. You don't go to wait lines. What do you go for? You go for the rides? You go for the destination? You go for the thrill? You see, many of us, we... We, we take the way we expect life to be, and we expect God to work the same way. Like, I love when people make a decision to get saved. And I love their, their passion, their enthusiasm. I love it. Just get around some people who just recently got saved. It'll add some spark into your life as a believer. I'll tell you that much. Right? Get around some people who just got, because they're, they're just ready for it. Man, let's go. What's next? What's next? Let's go. Let's push it. And you're like, I know how blessings work. I know how miracles work. Usually, they don't happen overnight. You remember how it used to be before you got saved? I had to say that in that accent for some reason. <laughs> remember? Remember how you were when you got saved? When you made that decision to, to say yes to Jesus? Now, look at you now. I'm talking to the leaders that have been in church for a couple years. Look how you read the Bible now. Remember how you used to interpret Scripture? Remember how you interpret scripture now? Remember how you used to pray? God, I love you. Amen. <laughs> now, come on, we know how to pray. We got some prayer warriors in this house. By the way, next Monday, we're, we're doing a prayer night here. Youth and young adults, we're leading that thing, by the way. So if you want to learn how to pray, come next Monday. Anyways. We, we love, we, we, we love seeing even people. Do amazing things in church. I love getting around people who just got saved. I love it. Because they, they, they literally, sometimes they, they miss the process. And, and they come, hey, I, I've been reading the Bible, there's fruit to the spirits. When you say yes to Jesus, you get saved, his Holy Spirit comes in you, the transformation happens. And fruit that God is in you is that spirit, the fruits of the spirit begin to come out outside of you. So that's, that's things like, like joy and things like peace and, and, and being kind and, and, and having patience and all these things come. But listen, my friend, just like the blessings of God and just like the fruit in your, in your relationship with Jesus, it's a process. And if you overlook the process, you'll miss your moment. Look at your neighbor and say, trust the process. Man, I got to tell you, everything, listen to me, listen to me. Everything has a process. Everything has a process. Think about your mom's food, your mom's cooking. Do you have a favorite dish your mom makes? 
If you have it, I want you to shout it out on the count of three. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to think about it. There you go. That's 30. Three, two, one, go. Yell it out. Somebody says cereal. We're praying for your mom. How many, how many of y'all dads could tear up the kitchen? Anybody got some dads that could tear the kitchen up? Watch out. That's going to be me. Watch out. That's going to be me. I'm only going to cook on Saturdays. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cook breakfast because that's my. Anybody got a specialty of just cooking breakfast? Yes. I can, I can make you eggs. I can make you rice. I can make you some bacon. I can make you some pancakes. Just add water. Come on, somebody. I switch it up. I add a little bit of cinnamon on it so you don't know what's going on. It's like, is this from home? Is this, what is this? <laughs> Man, if you didn't know this, food has a process. You get home, mom, I'm hungry. What's she going to say? Wait. Just put the rice in. How many guys, you seen the, the chicken before she cooks it? She sees it. It's like orange. Listen, if your chicken isn't orange, you're not eating chicken right. I'll tell you that much. If you didn't add no Goya Sasong on that thing, you ain't eating chicken right. Why is it orange? I don't get it. What? Sorry. It's a process to cooking. It's a process. Man, you ever woke up in the morning, you just smell the house? Mm. Waffles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you wake up, you're like, man, I want it. I want it. Mom, I want it. Imagine like, Cheering your mom on while she's cooking. Come on, mom. You got this. We're all hungry. Our stomachs are empty, mom. Just take your time. No, please. No, dip your finger in again, please. Who cares about germs? Who cares? There's a process to cooking. Man, there's a process to your degree. How many of you guys want a degree one day? Come on, somebody. Splash. Some of you guys, that's like a, a, a lost dream. Listen, God wants you to be a good student. That's another sermon, though. There's a process to your degree. There's a process. You don't just wake up with a bachelor's. You don't wake up with a master's. You didn't accidentally slip on a PhD. No, no, no. You work for that thing. There's a process to it. Let me encourage you. Listen to me. What God wants for your life is so amazing, but I'd be lying to you if I told you that there wasn't a process. There is a process for your future. There's a process for your purpose. Here's what I believe. Listen to me. Maybe you're going through a process right now. You just don't know it. What if, listen to me, all eyes on me, what if, what if God has you in a process right now you're unaware of? but it's going to set you up for a season of success. What if the, the issues and the trials and the prayer request after prayer request, what, what if all those things was just the precursor to, 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 to the process that's already in place, that God's going to do something huge through that process, that God's going to do something amazing in that process. L let me encourage somebody real quick. Listen, God does not waste your time. God does not waste time. Even when we waste time, God's not wasting time. If you ever got saved, you know God orchestrated everything for you to get saved? You know God had everything planned out? You think you just got invited to church? 
You think you just ended up at New Birth on a Friday? You think you just ended up in student leadership? No, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. But listen to me. He was planning that before you were even saved. Let me, let me stretch the timeline back. He was preparing your purpose before you were even born. He had a plan for you. Let's change the word. He had a process for you. Since the beginning of time itself. And I want to encourage somebody because, man, you're probably like this verse where it says, God has lost track of me. God, stop answering my prayers. God, stop listening to me. God, where are you in this season? And if I was God and I would look at you standing outside of time, God is saying, listen, I don't waste your time. I work everything for your good. Man, you, you think I'm just working in the good seasons? Let me know you know something. I'm working in the bad seasons too. You think I'm only working in your good relationships? Listen, you don't know me. I'm working in your bad relationships too. You think I'm working in all the places that are good? I'm also working in the places that are bad because they are in a process. That's how I work. God works in a process. That's how he works. Man, let me read you something crazy, Criggy. I don't know if I was going to go into this, but I'm going into it. Jesus heals 10 men with leprosy. It's an amazing happening in the New Testament. This is what the Bible says. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy. So that's, a re- that's like a really bad disease on the skin, leprosy. So 10 dudes meet him. They stood at a distance. They called out to Jesus with a loud voice. Jesus, master, have pity on us. When Jesus saw them, verse 14, verse 14, he says, go and show yourselves to the priest. I love this part. Ready? As they went, they were healed. Wait, y'all missed it. So ten guys, that come to Jesus. Jesus, we're hurt. Look, I'm a leper. Help me. Go to the priest. Listen, and on your way, something's going to happen. As you're walking, something's going to happen. As you're moving, something's going to happen. In the process, something's going to happen. You see, I love when God does instant miracles, but this is probably my favorite miracle. Can I be real with you? Because so many times you ask for something and God points you in a direction. God, I want to get saved. He points you towards people. He points you towards your purpose. He points you towards your future. And as they walked, as they moved, they were healed. You got to trust the process. My first point tonight. Listen, if you cheat the process, you abort your mission. So many people think cheating the process is going to be good for them. Do you know what happens with a, with, a, with a board, a board, with a pan of rice when you take it out too early? Do you know what happens? It doesn't taste good. <laughs> take a sip. You know what happens when you, it happened to me last night, when you take brownies out the oven too early? It's the worst thing ever. You're ready to bite it and the brownie is like folding on your fork, like, ugh. Too early. <laughs> Happy me last night. I have a frozen pan of brownie in my fridge right now. It's the most depressing thing ever. I'm like, who ate that? 
Who's going to eat that? That's the big, best question. We took it out too early. It wasn't ready. It, it wasn't ready. Listen, if you, if you cheat the process, you abort your mission. If you, if you think there's a way of cheating the process, like, God, is there a way to get all the things you want from me and to still do what I'm doing? God, is there a way, Lord, that instead of taking some time to build up my spiritual self, is there a way that in one week I could just be the best believer ever? Is there a way in, in a couple months, Lord, I could just be, be that position? Is there a way, Lord, that in my relationships you could just work it in such a miraculous way? And God is saying, listen, I can work like a microwave and give you what you want and give you everything you need right at once. But, man, I'm trying to build something. You see, a process begins to build something in you. Listen, God isn't a fairly godparent waiting for you to just say something, and it's yours. No, but God wants to make you a better person. God wants to grow you. God wants to build you up. God wants to make sure you're able to withstand storms. God wants to make sure that when you say yes to Jesus, man, you're in it for the long run. Man, when you say yes to the ministry, man, you're in it forever. Man, when you start your family, that they're in the church. Anybody want those things? Anybody want those things? Cool, just checking. God wants to do all those things in you, but it's not going to happen overnight. There's a process to it. And, and the reason why God gives us processes, it's to build our faith. Man, would we have faith in God if he worked just quick as we need him to? Or, or is faith built in the waiting? Or is faith built in, in, in the moments that we're just waiting on God? And waiting on God. And trusting on God. You know, you know how to get out of an anxious lifestyle? Begin to trust and have faith in Jesus. That he said, what he said, he's going to complete it. That the purpose he has over your life is going to come to fruition. That the blessings that the Bible says aren't just Bible words, but they are literally a prophecy for your life. Man, is anybody stirring up faith in this room that the Bible isn't just words, but, man, it has the power of God. It's his words. It would never come back void. He keeps his promises better than your ex-boyfriend. Sorry. I had to go there. I'm sorry. Listen, there's a difference. Listen to me. Let me get your attention back again. I'm sorry. There's a difference be between man and, and, and creator. Creation and creator. God would never fail you. You think, God, you think God's playing with your emotions? No, no, he's saying, listen, if I give you what you want now, you'll never grow. If I give you what you want right now, you'll never understand the process of having faith. The process of just relying on me. The process of just expecting me to be God and expecting you to just be creation. But because we're just hands-on people, because we're get-it-done people, because we're process-envious people, we, we don't like any of that. We, we, we want to do God's work sometimes. God, I, I'll work my finances. Just bless them. No, God's like, give it to me. Can you, can you trust me? Can you trust the process of tithing? Man, can I, can I get personal? Julio and Carla, you guys are awesome. Me and my girlfriend went to Julio Carla's house. Um, they came to youth camp, last youth camp. At youth camp, God gave a word to my mom, the, the first lady of the house, hello. <laughs> God gave a word to my mom. He told both of them. They were dating. They were, they were going through some things. She's like, God told me right now, you guys got to get married. I'm like, oh, my God, trust the process. I just went to their house a couple days ago. I mean, they told me, listen, the house, all God. 
three bedrooms. I mean, the lawn. We got a grill for free. Man, this TV is bigger than my face. I'm like, oh my god. He said, Do we got rooms? We got like a like a done kit. The kitchen's done. Like it's detailed. Like, oh my goodness. And I remember when, when they were struggling to just tithe, like, I, I want to give my tithe, and it's so much, and it's a, it's a big offering. But, man, I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills. I don't know how things are going to happen. I don't know what's going to come these next seasons. I don't know how it's going to I need to get married. I'm a young adult. She's a young adult. We're both in college. Man, this is crazy. We're about to get married. I don't know how I'm still going to give to the Lord. I'm still going to give in faith. I'm still going to sow into my future. Lord, I trust the process. Man, you should have seen their house. I walked in. I almost cried. I was like, man, I know your story. I know what y'all went through. I, I can't imagine how many times they cried and said, Lord, how are we going to find a house? How are we going to make a way? I told him, he's like, dude, I walk in here, it's like a dream. I can't believe this is my house. I'm like, this is mine. This is mine. Three best huge. Man, I, just like them, I sent for you. God has so much more. But man, if you would just pro- trust the process. Many of you would just stay faithful in the little. God will bless you in the big. You would just trust the process. Man, God has you in a season right now. And you may be frustrated, but use the frustration to forward your future. Use your frustration. Use it because God is using it. You're just in the process. Man, everything I touch is like, it's, like it's running away from me. This is a season that you need to learn how to be fruitful. Man, I have no best friends. I'm trying to be a friend. I, I have no friends. I have no friends. No one wants to talk to me. Listen, this season, you need to learn how to be friendly. And this season, you need to know how to give people real compliments. And this season, you need to learn, listen, your old relationship, they won't get you this far. You, you can't be a new friend based off how you was a friend. You need to be a new friend. You need to actually care about people. You need to actually talk to people and not have conversations already predetermined in your head. Actually listen to what they're saying. I'm getting super technical. I'm getting super just kind of wild, actually. But I, I want to show you the, the, the power in, in trusting the process. The power in saying, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to have faith that this season is not a season of me wasting my time. That this season isn't, isn't a moment of me wasting my gas. I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting my gas. I'm not wasting my moments. I'm not wasting my attention. Lord, I'm investing into the process. I'm trusting the process that you have in front of me. Everything has a process. Everything. And I love the way this verse ends. It says, but those who wait upon God, they get fresh strength. Those who wait on God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Man, Easter Sunday was amazing at our church. How many of you guys are here Easter Sunday? Not here at Osceola High School. Man, we had record-breaking attendance, record-breaking salvations, record-breaking baptisms. It was just a record day. We had hot dogs. I mean, it was just insane. The presence of God was very real and alive. And um, how many of you guys love just seeing Osceola High School full of people? It was just amazing. So here's the thing. So, like, before service, we like to do a leadership huddle, right? So what's the leadership? I'm glad you asked. If you're, if you're in this room and you want more from God in your life, we always offer this to the church. Just, just be a leader. 
just be a leader. And, how, and people are afraid of leadership. Someone came up to me last week. They're like, if I do an internship, do I have to be a leader? I was like, you are a leader if you recognize it or not. You're a Christian. You're a leader. That's another day, though. Anyways. So the leaders, we gather before service. We like to huddle. And I remember this Sunday, man, there was kind of like just nerves that was going on, right? Because us as a leadership, we put on all the ministries. So you have the parking ministry, the welcome team, the VIP, the kids, the worship, environmental, the source. You have uh, usher greeters. Did I say that already? You have the armor bearers. You have this altar team. You have the, all the teams in church. Guys, it takes a lot of people to make church run. Let me let you know that. It takes a lot of hands in. So in the morning, it was like, it was like 9 a.m., we're gathering before both services, all the leaders. We're gathering a huge circle. We're holding hands. And in my spirit, I can sense there's some type of, like, nerves. There's, like, anxiety kind of going on, like, are we going to do this right? We don't want to get anything wrong. I mean, even with, the, like, the media and production team, there's so much stuff that it's just meticulous. Like, just the slightest mistake, and everyone notices, oh, my God, the lyrics are this or whatever. So it's, it's kind of like nerves. It's a big Sunday, and I totally understand it. But I remember, you know what I remember in the middle of that huddle? I remember how many times our worship team was practicing. I remember how many times we, we were tr triple-checking things because we set up on Saturday. We were triple-checking things. Come on, check the mics. Check the mics. Check this. Check this. Sunday morning. Come on, let's do that one more time. Let's do it one more time. Let's do it one more time. We prepared so much for Easter Sunday. And, and it got to the point right at Huddle, everyone's like, okay, we did everything. We prepared. But now I'm just anxious. Now I'm wondering if this is going to work. And God led me to tell the team, listen, team, and I'm going to say the same thing to you. Listen, God is going to do what he's going to do. God is going to work the way he wants to work. All you need to do is wipe off the anxiety, wipe off the fear, wipe off the nerves, and trust in the process that you put yourself in. Trust in the process. Everybody sing a song. How many times have you sang that song before Easter? 20? Trust the process. Trust how many times you sang that song in your car, so now when you sing it to the church, man, you're not guessing the lyrics. You know the words. Wouldn't it be terrible to only prepare for Sundays on Sundays? Imagine the worship team singing songs they learned on Sunday. Oh, gosh, that would be terrible. Imagine me preaching a sermon that I learned on Sunday. Man, I'll be, I'll be so disorganized. You'd probably come up and try to read the words, lyrics, and, man, this team don't know what they're doing. Probably the church you came from, right? Yeah. What? Church I came from. Jesus. Learn the words, man. And, and listen, so many times, so many times we don't trust the process because we try to rely on our own strength. We don't trust the process God has for us because we're running off our own knowledge, running off our own strength. So we're saying, God, I want you to bless me right now, but we're, we're working everything out. We're making everything happen. Isn't it funny that we ask God to do something and then we go ahead and try to do it? That we ask God to work in us in a certain way and we go ahead and try. Listen, those who wait on the Lord renew their strength. Those who wait upon the Lord will run and not grow weary. See, no one, no one likes talking about the waiting. But I got to tell you, in my lifetime, in my 22 years of living, I know we're so young. In my 22 years of life, you know, you know what I can tell you? I've learned to love the waiting. Can I tell you, new birth is a product of me waiting. New, new birth is my blessing. As, as, a, as an individual, this church is my blessing. It, it, it's my blessing of just waiting out and walking through the process of God. 
and, and taking the process and saying, God, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And saying, God, you're working this for my good. You went through a breakup, trust the process. You were in a friendship that you thought would never break, and it broke. Trust the process. You're in a job you thought you are going to be in a long time. Trust the process. Because God is granting you, listen, not only instantaneous miracles, but God is also giving you a gift that you need to unwrap. He's giving you a gift that you need to unfold. He's giving you a gift that looks one way a season, but in another will be something completely different got to trust the process that God has everything you need for your future in works right now. Got to trust the process. My next point tonight is this. Listen, a process will always reveal your faith. A process will always reveal your faith. I can't I can't tell you how many times I see believers so anxious. I, I really, it really disturbs me when I see people that claim to love Jesus, claim that he's the Lord over their life. I mean, people who, who say, man, God, he is everything. I love God so much. You know the Christian talk? God, I love God so much. He's doing so much for me. He has so much ahead of me. He has so much. And then, and then you see those same people so anxious. They're so they're so. Oh, oh, my God, how's this going to happen? How's this going to happen with my job? How's this going to happen with my work? God, are you listening? God, are you here? I can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to just keep working. I'm going to keep moving. It's Friday again. God, are you here? Nope, not yet. All right, I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to come on Sunday. God, are you here? Nope, not yet. You haven't spoken yet. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. We're, we're, we're antsy. We're working. Have you ever seen behind a sushi spot? Those dudes work. Man, they're going. Oh, my gosh. Next time you eat sushi, just take a peek behind the bar. These dudes are multitasking. I mean, this dude's on the phone like, what do you want? Rolling a sushi, setting up a wasabi. I mean, these dudes are going in. How many times do us as Christians, we get so antsy? We get so crazy. How is God going to do this? What are you going to do now, God? And he's like, just wait on me. Can you build your faith? Listen, if you're not tested, you're not trusted. You got to go through the test. You got to withstand the process. You got to stick it out. Man, you got to stay faithful. Man, if anything builds your faith, it's a process. Building your faith to believe that God is who he says he is. That God wants to work how he said he would work. I'm Danny to come up and just make me sound like an angel. If you could do that, please. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Guys, if you don't hear anything, hear this. It says, be anxious for your bills. No, that's not what the Bible says. <laughs> be anxious for your relationships. Nope, that's not what the Bible says. It says, be anxious for your family. That's not what the Bible says. Be anxious for your career, that's what the Bible says. That's not what it says. Be, be anxious over your past life. Nope, doesn't say that. Be, be anxious over your, your job, because you don't know how that's going to work out. That's not what the Bible says. Be anxious about your salvation, 
act like you're walking on eggshells and wake up guessing if God's forgiven you. That's not what the Bible says. It says this. Be anxious for nothing. I could drop the mic. Because that's how good the Bible is. That's how true the Bible is. You see, some of y'all thought, hear me, some of y'all thought y'all got the right because you're Christian to be anxious. I know people that weren't anxious until they got saved. Because now you operate in the unseen. Serving a God you can't see. You're serving a God that's not tangible. And people literally think because they're Christians, they have to be the people who worry the most. When the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. The Bible says, you know what Jesus says? He said, cast your cares unto me. You know what that leaves you? Careless. You see, I love scripture because scripture paints the picture of believers living in freedom. Living, come on, the Bible says, soaring with, with, with wings like eagles. It's just freedom. Imagine just, just, just flying one day like an eagle. That would be the best day ever, right? And the Bible says, listen, when you wait on the Lord, when you trust in the Lord, you will run and not grow weary. I don't believe in burnout. I believe in people serving on their own strength. I believe in people leaving their own lives and getting worn out. But, man, when you live as Jesus, as your source of strength, when you live trusting and being faithful in the waiting, when you live not based off results but trusting the process, there is never a moment that is wasted. If I told you, listen, the process you're in, it's a bad process. Just learn nothing. Don't grow. Stay where you're at and wait for the good season to come to be better. That would be the worst teaching ever. That would be so unbiblical. But the Bible talks about us growing and taking steps through the storm, through a bad season, through moments of waiting. And I want to encourage you is that God's not leading you to worry or to be anxious. God is leading you to wait and be faithful. He's leading you to wait. Man, if you catch this, I promise you, you'll go a lifetime loving Jesus. You'll go a lifetime in the ministry. You know what? God, God wants longevity in your life. God wants the fullest of, from you. And he wants the best for you. Man, if there's one way to cheat the process is to believe that God's just going to give you everything right away. That God's actually not going to give you something later. That God's actually not going to push you to, towards growth. Man, I love being around new believers. But the, the most amazing part is seeing someone literally transform week after week. I tell you, man, someone got saved. Man, we see them come in, and they're, they're broken. They're in bondage. They make a decision out of just salvation. They get saved. They come to the altar, and they're growing week after week. Their hands go a little higher. Week after week, their prayers are a little bit more intimate. Week after week, man, their sins, they're turning away from their sins. They're turning away from the darkness. They're walking towards the light. Man, that's a believer. That is trusting the process. I know there's times of frustration. I know there's times where it feels like you, you want to give up. I know sometimes you feel like quitting on church and quitting on God, but be encouraged just because God's not speaking doesn't mean he quit on you. Just because God is not present doesn't mean he has no presence. It just means he has a process for you. It's just a process. It's just a process. Mature Christians don't look for results. They look for processes. A mature believer 
rushes, not for results, but rushes to enter a new process. Because that's going to lead you to grow. It's going to lead you to change. It's going to lead you to see things differently. Instead of saying, God, I'm broken, I'm hurt, and you haven't showed up, saying, God, you're going to use my brokenness and my hurting for what's to come. And let the moments of waiting build your faith. I can cry right now, but I'm not. And when every head bowed, got closed. Jesus. Man, don't quit. You think God wants, you think God wants a church full of quitters? A church that's anxious? Man, God wants a happy church. God wants a church in peace. Listen, you'll understand peace when you understand the process. I'm always anxious. Understand there's a process. Trust the process. Have faith, young adult. Have faith that God is using this process to make you better. Trust the process. Everything God has for you next is in process right now. The person that you want to be is currently who you are right now. Trust the process. The issue and the trial that's in your way is only preparation for what's to come. As you trust in God, your faith will build up for moments of waiting. You see, every single week, we give an opportunity for friends who don't know Jesus, who aren't saved, who have fallen off and want to re re rekindle their relationship with God. We, we literally give you an opportunity every single week to say yes to Jesus. And I'm going to kind of go through this process just a little quickly. But man, tonight, listen to me, every head by every eye closed. If you want to make a decision tonight to say yes to Jesus, the Bible says, listen, to be saved is so simple. This is salvation. Ready? Salvation is a fun word for being saved. To be saved, you need to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. That's all it takes. I know we have nine friends here for the first time. I know we have some others in here that want to rekindle their relationship with God, take another step. If you're here tonight, every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around, this is your moment of privacy. If you're here tonight and you want to say yes to Jesus, unafraid and unashamed, I want you to just raise your hand in the count of three. Unafraid, unashamed. No one's going to judge you. Listen, we've, most of us have made this decision in this room tonight. So if you want Jesus, if you want to get saved, on the count of three, I just want you to shoot your hand up just so I can recognize you for just a moment. If you want Jesus, on the count of three, raise your hand. Ready? One, two, three. Shoot your hand up. You want Jesus. You want Jesus. I see one hand. See one hand. Anyone else? Two hands. Three hands. Four hands. Anyone else? Anyone else? I see four hands. I see five hands. Amen. Go ahead and put your hands down. How about you grab that hand next to you? All over this room. Can you grab the hand of the person next to you? And can we pray? Every head bow, got closed. Say, Jesus. Come on, say it like you're hungry. Say, Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Write my name in your book of life. I'm no longer a slave 
But now I walk in freedom. I'm no longer in bondage. But now I walk with peace. Lord, help me to recognize the process. Help me to appreciate the process. Help me to trust the process. Although I'm weak, you are strong. Although I'm evil sometimes, you are holy all the time. And you call me out from a sinner to a saint, from a rebel to a leader. I was once dead, but now I am alive. In your name we pray. Amen. Come on. Five people said yes to Jesus. Come on, get up on your feet. Come on, can you thank God? Can you stand up tonight?